Did you miss me? Do you love us? <laughs> you know what did, did you miss me is from? Do you even know where that's from? It's from Martin. Which episode? Which your, which, really? I just give you episode Which episode? Meaning what 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 was happening when that when that occurred? Listen, not everybody's you don't know. Martin. Anyway. Well, do you want to fill in the people? I mean, most people should know. It's Martin, the episode when Varnell Hill came on the show. Yeah. He came on to meet Martin. I don't know his real name in life, but you know, he's a guy that we all know in face. <laughs> but that episode was hilarious with Varnell Hill. Anyways. You know, she loves this show. She's addicted I love to love Martin. She knows every episode. <laughs> this is Sex in the City. <laughs> our two That's all you shows need. <laughs> Anyways. I say that because I do think you guys miss me. I heard a couple of people hollering like, yo. Miss you. Uh, uh, okay, much. miss us. All right, us. Um, saying, hey, where you guys at? I didn't get an episode. What's going on? So I appreciate the love and the fact that you guys miss us. And you know, you know, just such you know, it was brick outside at Brick City. It was too cold to come out. Too cold. So we did not uh, record. Trust me, it hurts us more than it hurts you. And guess what? <laughs> well, the person that asked us if we do this outdoors, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, me that we missed a week. We want to follow up on a couple of things. And so one of the things I did see, I know some of you checked out the episode, Ghosting. That was the episode we talked about. You know, we referred to even, I think, Issa's episode when that guy had ghosted us, ghosted her. And so, you know, this guy, Derek Jenks, whatever his last name is, he always has something to say. You know, people love him because, you know, he gives insights on things, especially what men think. And, you know, he's a little, he's a little good looking, so... He's a guy, you should listen to him. <laughs> but he was just explaining that um, a girl had said that she was dating a guy. And she said that he wasn't giving in, like, just putting in all the things that she was putting in. Like, she would always be the one to call. She would always be the one to try to link up. And so she simply just stopped responding to him. Um, you know, stopped calling him. And basically he was saying what's the difference between ghosting and falling back. And he said what she did wasn't really ghosting. It was her falling back because she realized... This guy was not putting in the same energy that she was putting in. I don't know if I really agree with that. Um, you know, as we had stated in the episode before, I feel like ghost, you know, ghosting is like, of course, like we said, you just disappear, but you still appear everywhere else. So you're still on social media. You're still, um, you know, you're still posting on Facebook. You're just not responding to this particular person. Sad, man. I think we as a people, meaning any people, <laughs> should just give people knowledge. Like, yo. That's what I'm saying. I don't like you anymore. It's like I was thinking. People are ugly, right? And I don't mean like everybody's not like. You think people who are ugly know they're ugly? No, I just wish you would give me a freaking warning. Like if I'm on the subway and my head is down, have a little alert that beeps when you come on the train. Beep, so I know uh, there's an ugly wait. person on the train. Versus oh. if I lift my head up, I'm like, whoa, whoa, what are you in here? Just tell people you're around. Give people true words. Yo, and let me tell you this. That was straight shallow. Let me tell you. I was, um, uh, when I was younger, this is a true story. I was in the grocery store with my neighbor and her nephew, who was five years old. And he was like, Shanae's here. And you know who Shanae is. <laughs> of course. So we was like, wait, stop the foolishness. Come on and let's go. And he could say, Shanae's here. Shanae is here. So we kept walking through the aisles, picking up what we were, you know, on errands to run. And we were just dragging him along. Like, we're not talking your foolishness, boy. Come on, we gotta go. <laughs> and we walked into the aisle. And damn! Shit, it was here. A five-year-old recognized. the bell. <laughs> I would have been so surprised. Because then when you see the person, you're all like, <gasps> you're like all discombobulated <laughs> trying to gather yourself together. 
And it's just not nice. And you know, I don't want to look at you crazy. I want to have my... (laughs) That was so... Wow, like I don't, I don't have the words for what I'm you just explained here. I've just got caught. Oh God, I don't think ugly people think they're ugly. Or I mean, there's there's different kinds of ugly though. There is. I, I mean, let's be realistic. Not everyone's gonna be a ten. Not everyone's gonna be a seven. Not everyone's gonna be even a five. Or everybody's a two. gonna be a snack. You know what I'm saying? But it's just some people that look like somebody hit them in the face with a brick. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> I mean, come on. Bang! Anyways. <laughs> We then I say, <laughs> all right, look up calmly. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we digress from shallow hell over here. <laughs> um, so yes, so that's my thoughts exactly. Like what you said, like you just want notification. Like you can fall, to me falling back is like yo, for real, I'm not messing with you no more. Just don't call me. Right. And to me, that's falling back. Ghosting is like, of course, no notification. I think that's the difference. But he made it seem like it was a difference in but terms of. There's a of, difference. With, I think falling back is also the concept of somebody going in, and then they may reach out once in a while. Like you know, you might hear from a person ten times, like it's, yeah, yeah, in yeah a like day, random. And then after a while, you start hearing from them once four a month, times, uh, and then two times, and it's just kind of, you know. And then they kind of just holler back like, "Hey, you know, just you know, just checking it, in on and you." And then it comes into a friend zone, like just yeah, a cool just associate. A but yeah. then one other person is still looking for more. You know, I, I think in this relationship business, it's very difficult to figure out where the line is. You don't want to look like a monster, like yo, that D was whack. Mm-hmm. Don't call me no more. <laughs> I mean, and then of course you can be dating somebody and. They're just not, they're feeling, they're probably they're feeling, just they're just not, not, that into, just you, not that into you, it's how you into them. <laughs> so, you know, I would fall back too if I'm not receiving the same energy that I'm putting out. And then eventually, like I said, I'll probably, then I'll probably say, listen, you know what? This is not going to work. Let's not waste our time. Let's Keep pass. it moving. Let's yeah. pass. Let's keep it on the run. So, Speaking Super Bowl Sunday. You know, I'm, I don't watch the Super Bowl. I'm so you sound very when excited. When I watch, when I used to watch it, I only used to watch it for the commercials. So, you know, we used to do like mini Super Bowl parties with my family. But I would only be commercials, and when there wasn't commercial, I'd be reading a book or napping, and then I would wake up just in time for the commercials. I, I have to tell you, this year I lost its flavor for that. But what I want to say to you, uh, NFL National Football League, I see you. I see you for bringing Gladys Knight on the screen to sing the national anthem. You were looking great, Gladys. I miss the pips, Gladys. And I'm glad you didn't break a note, Gladys. You did it right. But we see you trying to make us forget Kaepernick by bringing in Gladys Knight to sing the anthem. You know, they were like scouring, looking for a black person to perform. They were like yeah, looking around yeah, like, oh my God, it has to be a black person. Pastor Gladys. I hear she's a pastor or something like that. Reverend Gladys. I'm sure people are giving her the heat, you know, and, in, in terms, and also too, uh, what's his name? Big Boy. Because you know, they performed as well. Oh, yeah, I happen to see that part also. That's what I tuned back in. <laughs> Wait, you didn't see Adam? Oh, I did see. No, I saw the the whole thing. Okay, I have to say, I was really. I didn't really realize how many of Maroon Five songs I like. I'm telling you, I love Maroon Five. I have the album on my on my my uh, Apple Music, and I keep saying I gotta delete this because I don't know these songs. But he gave me all of my faves. I'm telling you, he gave the the favorite thing I saw in him was that body. Yo, that body was looking right. But like, why do you have to have t- California tattooed across his I don't belly? give a shit what he got. He got the pecs. Yo, he got it. He got it. I was looking at him like, damn. 
But anyways, you know, as you know, you know, people are just like, you know, their response to the Super Bowl was lackluster. I mean, first of all, I didn't really support the Super Bowl. My husband was trying to get at me like, oh, you support Kaepernick. Because, you know, I wore my Kaepernick shirt when I went out with my homegirls. But we really just went out for drinks. It wasn't really like, oh, Super Bowl. It was kind of just like for the vibe. You know what I mean? So, you know, we went out. Um... And, you know, I have my Kaepernick shirt on. You know, people had on, like, their jerseys, the Patriots and the, you know, the Rams shirts on. I mean, the game, people are saying that it was, like, Boreville. But, I mean, and, you know, this is, like, the lowest, they say, the lowest scoring um, yeah, Super Bowl in Super Bowl. But, but I don't think it's about the scoring. I think it's really about the moments. Like, there's moments where you're there. You're like, oh, like, you know, and there was a few well, of those moments. Well, I wouldn't know. I just see any of that. But. So the, 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 I mean, because you didn't watch it. I mean, I didn't really watch it either, but I heard the energy. Well, you kind of see, yeah, screaming. screaming. And then when I saw the score, I was like, damn, 13-3. At a point, they were tied 3-3, and then I was just like, all right, but then I saw the Rams didn't make it. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm going home. My son went to a Super Bowl party when he got home. He How was, was like, your son? Uh, <laughs> a Super Bowl party with the drinks there? Yeah, like beer? He, he, he was probably like a little shandy. Come on, shandy, ain't no drink, man. You see this kind of shit? The son drinking shandy. It has 2% alcohol. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> I used, to drink ACS a glass of wine. On the line. I used to drink a glass of wine every Sunday. That was like my little thing to help the blood, to help the blood flow. Anyway, and when he got home, you know, he says to me, who won? I'm like, what? <laughs> Bro, were you there? Did you go to a game? He was like, well, you know, I fell asleep. So I don't know what happened. I was like, well, that's about what everybody else is saying. <laughs> we don't know what happened. So I told him, I was like, well, the Patriots won. He was like, man, that means I got to pay my friend $5. I was hoping for the Rams. He just every year bets against the Patriots. I don't know when he's gonna get it. They're gonna keep winning. So, well, hopefully whatever. not. Tom Brady, I think he's gonna retire. You need to. But, but anyway. the Super Bowl show, I have to tell you, I've not seen a great Super Bowl show since Beyonce's. That was look at her, give me the face. That was really halftime show. Well, you're not but, gonna see much because you know what—the blacks are not supporting. Where, I don't. Where was uh, the Super Bowl in Atlanta or something? Like oh, that? I don't know. I think it was in Atlanta. As if. But why did Big Boy come out with a fur coat? Or Yo, that fur was looking right, though. Well, everybody else had a little <laughs> no shirt. sport Adam, jacket. Adam, like Adam, little, Adam, uh, a t-shirt. Windbreakers. <laughs> and he comes out with a full fur. Looking fly as shit. And did you see the guy that came down from heaven? Who was that guy? <laughs> that came down from the sky. I'm, I'm, I'm like, heaven, really? Jesus. Uh, did you set him down? <laughs> who was that guy's name that came down? I don't know. I didn't see that part. Oh, somebody sent me a text. I didn't even know that. You didn't see the Super Bowl show? I, I did. Guy I told you. Down. I really wasn't. I was there, but I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? He came down from, he came down from, from heaven. He Hello. Came down from, <laughs> 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 I'm trying to see the guy's name that came down we're not from, doing this. from the skies. Anyways, we're over the Super Bowl. We weren't so supporting it. We're supposed to be supporting it anyway. Okay? Kaepernick for life. Yay. I hope you win this lawsuit. Anyways, you know, he's suing speaking, the NFL. Speaking of a lawsuit, it's not like Terry Crews is like. Balling him. Sorry. Are you done? <laughs> Say why. Seems like Terry Crews is getting in his skin. I don't know. It seems like he went with his uh, suit deal, Hughley, for his comments on uh, his Me Too movement thing or whatever. So, I mean, I don't want to say we're. I feel like we're late, but because we missed last week. But this whole thing with Terry Crews, I don't know what you, you know, you folks think out there, but, you know, as you know, uh, D.L. Hughley had made a comment about Terry Crew saying, I mean, because Terry Crew went somewhere with his wife, and um, one of the agents, an Asian agent, you know, this is when these Asians got so bold. This, <laughs> yo, I'll tell you, this is crazy to me. An Asian agent, not particularly his agent, but um, he grabbed Terry Crew balls, his nutsack, in front of his wife. And Terry Crew revealed this. And I think this interview with Deal Hooker was a while back. But I guess Terry Crew was a little late. I don't know. He now heard his interview. And Terry Crew decided to uh, respond back to Deal Hooley. But Deal Hooley was basically saying, like, 
I mean, really, you're a black man, a black buff man with muscles, and you're telling me this guy, an Asian guy, disrespects you in front of your wife, and you don't do anything? Like, what do you think you have muscles for? I think it was something like that. Like, come on, dude. And so Terry Crew was saying, you know, he respected DL, whatever, but now I guess he doesn't, whatever. So my thoughts when I heard this first was like, the same thing D.L. Hughley said, you know? But then I also think... Like anybody, <laughs> I want to punch that regardless of what this man got a touch, which was it, it was not he didn't want this touch. It, it was it, you know, it's still assault. It's still sexual assault at the end of the day. Yes, and so, should we not recognize this because he's a man? Forget about how he looks and his appearance. Yes, we could see on the side he's a patenty man. He needs to you know pull up his you know his jockey shorts or whatever. But the bottom line is he did get violated, and I think he needs to be heard. I don't know if he should be part of a whole Me Too movement. But I think he should be heard. You know, there's probably men out there who experience this all the time. And, you know, 50 Cent had a comment to say, like, are you kidding me? Because you, I mean, I don't know if you remember, Bender, when Will Smith, that guy, tried to kiss Will Smith on the carpet. And he's, I don't know, slap, he got to dump the guy out. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, my this, gosh. We're going to post it. Yes, we should look this up and post it. But, yo, that was gangster. Will Smith was like, yo, I ain't having that shit. <laughs> I, I swing, but I don't swing that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I swing into the man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean... I'm over this whole topic already, but I mean, I just wanted to point out the fact that, you know, men do experience sexual assault, folks. It's just like how men do experience being abused by women in terms of being in a domestic sure, violence saw, relationship. You, you got to recognize it. Bow Wow, a woman beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm like at a loss for words here. I'm sorry, I was not prepped for this conversation. <sighs> wow. <laughs> a woman beat him up and he did not fight back. His whole face is like cut up and stuff like that, but and they said if he would have hit her back, it would have been a different. Story. He didn't have to hit her back, but get away from her. I don't, how, how did you get to beat you like she held you down? Well, he's a small guy. They were probably like <laughs> tired and weight and height. So, but I wouldn't beat him up. I don't mean to laugh, but hey, you see how that goes. That's the problem here, and we're gonna talk about this. We talked about this last week. Gender roles. People act as if men cannot experience abuse because they're men, and that's not fear. It's not fear. Disappointed with your response, shallow Al. I think we should have really prepped. You should have prepped me before we came with this. I'd have had a better face. I'd have had a better face. Ding! Ugly person on the train. You would have been okay. Uh, Kamala Harris. So you know, over it. It's like what? How oh, much people? One thing. The guy that came down from the sky was oh, Drizzy, a rapper. Drizzy. Drizzy. Do you know who no. it is? I do. <laughs> Anyways, Kamala Harris. This is the the black district attorney from San Francisco. They used to call her the top cop of California. Um, she made an announcement. I think we mentioned that she made an announcement on MLK Day that she was going to run for president. And I think um, a lot of black folks probably like, okay, you know, people who don't know probably like, oh my gosh, a black woman running for president. That will be. <laughs> Whoa. That would be... I mean, some people are probably saying, okay, great, now we have another black person in office. I know she's not going to win. But people are saying, like, this woman is shady. Shady, shady. What is your reason for not liking this woman? Could you I, seem to... I mean, just think that people are coming out the woodwork. She used to be an attorney general. What really are your qualifications? And I think, you know, when we look at our current president and what his current qualifications are, he's done nothing because he knows nothing. And I think we need to get somebody in there that actually knows what they're doing. And I have to tell you, I'm all about if if um, 
a former mayor of New York would run for president, I would vote for him. Because mm-hmm. he's about change. <laughs> Making things right. Government is a business, and it needs to operate as, as such. We can't just keep splurging money out in the city and state and country and thinking that it's going to be okay. You know, people are saying, and, you know, I'm I'm strictly trying to research myself on her. I mean, I've heard certain things. Um, I was actually reading this um, article from Afropunk, and they were saying that um, whether it was declining to advocate for the legalization of marijuana, because she declined it, because, you know, black people are arrested at the highest rate. So she yeah, was against that. marijuana while white people are arrested for meth, crack, and heroin. They was, yeah, they were saying she's definitely not for the people. She even defended a three strikes law in which black people are incarcerated at a rate of 12 times higher than whites. But because she's black now, I could play a rap song at her. Oh, you told me she did some rap. She was yeah. dancing to Cardi B, and she yeah, thought, yeah, what, yeah. that was a, oh my God. You told me this. But <laughs> oh, I did. That because she did that, she should get my vote. I mean, come on. It's I'm a, not that shallow, and I, I'm, I'm disrespected. But you think that because we're black, just we don't know better. Party be on the on, on the turntables, and I'm like, both oh, you. you got my vote now. If you explain some Marshall, the Punk article goes on to say that Kabbalah's support of the death penalty, which is a modern day form of lynching that has executed hundreds of innocent people and also affects black people. What? We'll talk about that another time. Proves that she doesn't value black lives. Kamala even advocated on an innocent black man named Kevin Cooper, who was a death row inmate and had a trial that was rooted in overt racism and corruption, be executed. She advocated for this even though Kevin had DNA evidence that proved his innocence. Wow. She's still advocating Let's see what happens this. now as this continues. Is she going to turn around? We'll, we'll come back to this. We can't answer it now. Is she going to come back to turn around and say something like, oh, um, let's not have the death penalty. Is she going to try to turn her views around? But she thinks this is what the people want to hear. I know. I mean, so, all I got to say is this: I'm all for, you know, advancement about people. However, people do your research. Don't just say, hey, it's Kamala Harris. She's black. I'm going to vote for her. I'm, True. You know, do your research. Just be informed. When you make a decision, we want to be informed. So, definitely, I mean, when that time comes, it should be, what, in the next two years? Please, it should be now. Can we just impeach Trump? Oh, wow. But just make sure we're ready be, to make a decision that's informed and not just because she's black. Because I'm not going to be foolishly voting either. So let's do the right thing here. Do your own research. Anyways, on to better things. Better? <laughs> Sad. Did you hear about what happened to the guy from Empire, Jesse Smollett? Smollett. Oh. You know, I, I never watched Empire. It was just too much gay things going on in there. And I felt that, you know, it just wasn't. Too gay. I'm sorry. Not that I mind gays. I just thought it was just a too gay show. I just feel like I understand every show must, must you know, address and kind of, you know, talk about different uh, people with different, you know, views and everything else. But I just feel like it was just too much of it. Like, I, like it's the same way I don't want to see a person tongue kissing on the train. I just don't want to see this all in my face. I think that's what kind of diverted me from looking at Empire. I'd never watched that show just because of that. It was just too much going on. But anyways, proceed with this. So he was brutally attacked. Um, he wasn't going to report the offense, but he had to because he felt like it was his best interest. Um, when they got to his home, he had on stained clothing and a white rope draped around his neck. They said the person probably threw something on him that they think is... Um, bleach or something? Bleach. Uh, he said he was attacked last Tuesday around 2 a.m. as he was leaving a Subway restaurant. Those the Subways. Um, wait, wait. Why he can't have Subways? <laughs> he told police that two attackers gained his attention by yelling, yelling racial and homophobic slurs and began to beat him about the face with their hands. 
They use their hands, feet, and teeth as weapons in the assault, according to the report. The primary aggressor was wearing a black mask, concealing any facial features, and both offenders were dressed in black. He doesn't remember any, you know, anything about them. He was unable to identify them. Um, but they said that he, they, he, you just said that they attacked him with his with their teeth and everything else. Does she be able to identify these people? By the teeth marks, or your teeth marks on fire? I don't know. Um, you know, he's thirty six years old, and they put a noose and they put an unknown chemical, but they think it's bleach. They poured it on him. Um, you know, he has been receiving hate mail, but this is just like the next level. So. The way you're reading the story is just blah. <laughs> like you, like it's sad. it is very sad. sad. I'm sad about that. Sad, regardless of what anybody is or what anybody does. For their preferences, they deserve to have some basic dignities in this world. Ding. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. Um, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I have no comment on this statement. <laughs> Please proceed. <laughs> So, this is so hilarious. An Australian newspaper um, mistakes DMS for... DMS? DMX for Run DMC. Run, I'm like stuttering. Run DMC, legend DMC. That's the DMC of Run DMC. And they put this picture talking about, you know, um, DMX was getting out of jail or something like that. In jail for tax evasion. I'm, I'm confused. So who is the actual person that's, that... Is DMX it? was in jail. Got it. But they put... They put DM, a picture of DMC. DMC. <laughs> and then they says, uh, you know, they come, he come, the, the newspaper completely dropped the ball. Um, don't you know how to use Google? And the guy was just like, yo, it's really a mistake. It's <laughs> just a mistake. Uh, it's a mistake. We didn't mean it. So DMX and his 15 children, they yeah. brought him up in the Oh, my gosh. Sad. Ridiculous. Um, so, this someone sent us a video about this girl who was in Detroit. She got arrested, but she had a valid driver's license. She said, but her car had no insurance on it, and it had tickets. A black girl, of course. So the cops took her car and they made her walk in the cold Detroit with her. You know, and it was cold in New York, so in Detroit it was freezing. Freezing, uh-huh. and they made her walk home. But the cop, to add insult to injury, videoed her walking, saying, oh, look at her. This is, look at her walking. And basically said something like, um, this is black girl bye, magic. Felicia. Uh, yeah. This and he posted it, what black girl magic looks, looks like. like. So the chief, who was an African-American. Oh, he was very annoyed. Went very upset, put in an investigation. I think he said, they said he paid for the woman to get her car out. Yeah. But how could she get her car out if she still had no insurance? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get the car out. No, but what I'm saying is, I hate when they say that they made her walk home. She couldn't call somebody. She, well, hey, can you come pick me up? Was take that my person's car? car with no insurance. <laughs> my thing is, can you, I don't understand. How she, she, had, was close. she had nobody to call. I to call somebody like, yo, they got me, yo. Come meet me in here. But and then the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I mean, I tell you, these white supremacists, this was horrible. And then to even indicate, oh, this is what black girl magic looks like? Really? Horrible. That guy should get um, suspended with no pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it we'll should be more we'll... harsh, but that's how, you know. Uh, let's see how it works out. So, you know, um, everyone knows that I'm in the process of like 97.5% oh divorce, right? 97.5. Christ. 
I'm going to be having a divorce party. You're all invited. I just have to find a locale for where we're going to host it. Maybe we'll do it at uh, Shaw's house. What? <laughs> Maybe we'll have a divorce party there. That's a good idea, though. I'm, I'm definitely having one. After three years of being getting a divorce oppressed not, <laughs> just being oppressed not included all of the time that I spent uh, separated before the divorce papers were filed yeah I need a party I think so and we gonna turn up white girl wasted get ready folks soon uh, soon regardless um, you know this is always a question for myself and one that we asked today for our topic after leaving a long term relationship when do you make a decision to start dating somebody else? I mean, it's interesting that you bring this up because we were talking about this, you know, this Sunday, actually, when I went out. As you were at the Super Bowl. At, yeah. at the gathering. <laughs> yeah, we were talking. You know, I was watching that. So, uh, because one of my friends, um, she got out of a tumultuous relationship, I think like five, six years. And basically, um, she just got out of it. And she started talking to somebody, you know, started talking, she started to date. And my other friend was like, wait, I think you should have waited before you start dating. And I was like, why? And, you know, my other friend was like, well, is he waiting? Like, why I got to wait until, you know, we, bro- we broke up, we're done, and I'm moving on. And I think sometimes this is what's needed here. I mean. A clean break. A clean penis break. <laughs> Let's be honest. Because, I mean, and you witnessed that we know someone that, you know, just got into something. And she was all crying over this guy. And I was like, yo, I had to tell her, real talk. Get your shit together. Oh, yeah. You got this guy making you look stupid. She's looking at some new dick. There's Tinder. There's all these Jessie. things out here. Totally messy. And she was just like, I know. And then, I love him. Yeah, the ex. I love This him. guy got a whole other girlfriend. Done moved on. And you sit here and talk about you love him. Yo, go swipe right and meet somebody. <laughs> That's all I told her. And let me tell you. I, I now she's her, swiping right and she's making it. She's yo, getting, she's dating. She bought a Tinder account, and she paid for it, okay? She didn't get the cheap one. <laughs> the free she one, that she free. for it. So, I mean, she's serious. So, she's trying to get quality over quantity. Honestly, I, told her, I don't know why she even did that. You just try to get, I mean, I guess you get one, I guess you want quality penis, too. That's fine. But I was telling her, I was like, let me ask him this date all these questions like, oh, what what's your credit score? What the F you care about his credit score? You just want the D. <laughs> what the hell? Sit up on it, sit up on it. But yes, I mean, so what are, you, what are your thoughts in regards to... I think you cannot... Uh, but what did you do? I mean, how long... I mean, I know your situation was a little different. My situation was totally ridiculous, but um, after my husband left, I probably would say for over three years, I was by myself. By myself. Like not talking to anybody? Not talking to anybody. You sure it was that long? It was that I long. I don't think so. Well, you, think? <laughs> you were there, right? Yes, you were there. <laughs> she was there um, as a great support. Um, but definite, definitively, it was, I was by myself for three years. My children were very young at the time. I mean, my children are still young-ish. They were younger. Yeah. And I felt like I needed to give everything that I had back to them. And I didn't think it was fair to them to start to bring people in. And, you know, I kind of look at my mother. When I was growing up, my mother had one steady boyfriend that I remember. I think we talked about this before. And he was just the only person that I knew. And then she one time kind of stepped out with this, like, Haitian guy. But he was very kind of, like, off Yo, the... Your I mom kinda, was getting it in, stepped out. Was, like, she was with this Haitian guy for a while. But he was very kind of, like, bossy. I didn't really care for him too much. And then she went back to the other guy that she was with. And that's the same person. Well, she's not with him, with him, you know, air quotes now. But whatever. That was the person my mother was with for forever. And I think, you know, I, I look back on my life, and I think my mother made that decision to stay with that person, even though she wasn't happy 
or that because he wasn't all in all, but because she didn't want to bring people in and out to me. Your life. To mm-hmm. show me. So when I kind of saw that for my kids, I decided to stay alone for a, a while. Probably longer than many people expected. And remember, we talked about how I ended up going back into online dating. That was my real foray in heading back out. Mm-hmm. I had met one person, like, face-to-face, and we talked to but I had not, I was not meeting anybody. And I was so rare. Like, the minute I took off my wedding ring, it was like, I, I couldn't pick up nothing. When I had oh, my yeah, wedding ring, that. I was picking people up. I was like, no, 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 I'm married, I'm married. Please stay away, stay away. <laughs> Damn, you're fine, but stay away, stay away. And the minute I took off my wedding ring, a dry season. <laughs> dry. Nobody saw me. I was. I started saying, Cobwebs. maybe I should start wearing this damn ring just for some uh, play on these streets. Um, but, you know, basically, I really felt like it was a time to allow me to prepare. So when you talk about somebody saying, well, I'm going to jump up and just jump onto another penis, you understand. But a lot of times when you leave a relationship like that, you have a lot of baggage that you got to kind of sort through on your own. Before you go forward, you know the thing about you is, and you should see her. Ooh, face. she's so happy. Oh, the thing about her, <laughs> bringing it. The minute she separates from somebody, they're dead. The minute you piss her off, you de- listen. This is a warning out there to you guys. <laughs> you Don't guys. get her on the wrong side. I'm not talking only about, men. about people. I'm talking about people, <laughs> friends, family. Let me your ear. If you piss this girl off, that's <laughs> it. She does not give second chances unless you come back like I have given I'm second sorry. chances. I have and you given. better come back with a good apology or she will not allow you back into the fold. I have given second chances in life. I have. I mean it still didn't work out. <laughs> you know, that's to tell you. Don't go backwards forever. <laughs> don't go backwards forever Don't forward. Just go forward. But what I'm saying here is that you mentioned children. And I think even if you have children I feel like you could still be out there. Just don't expose that person to your child. They should not have any access to your child. I mean, I think your kids were young, but they weren't that young when they're like two, three, when you were no, like no, no. in good yeah, moments. Yeah. It's just like, yo, let the dude know, let the girl know, listen, I am with, uh, you know, you and I can talk or whatever. It's nothing serious. However, I do have a child and I feel like I, I do not want to expose my child to you until I know this is something real. And it might never be real. Yeah. But, yo, I want some dick today. That's it. <laughs> What time? What time can we meet up? And you know, uh, you know, sometimes you have, I think that's good to have because then you're not constantly thinking about somebody else and hopefully you're not getting attached to that person that you're just supposed to be getting D from. Because sometimes it's just, that's what it's supposed to be. Just sex. One of the other things is a lot of these men out here that you're meeting just don't have their life together. You know, like no real apartment on their own. Tell you. No, no. And it, definitely, it, it, if you just came out of a situation, you don't want to get with somebody who has, like, situ- a, a situation. You just came out of one, you don't want somebody to have a situation. Like, yo, you know, I, I still love my baby mom, so we're not together. Oh, I, no, that's true talk, you know. You always hear dudes saying that shit. Like, when I met my husband, my husband's best friend that started dating, my best friend, so we were dating best friends at the same time, was living with his baby mother. And she was talking to him. And she was talking to him because he said they were not together. And I was just like, What? What, <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> And, like, even at one point, he came and tried to break up with her, like, yo, I really can't do this right now. And she was like, I said, so what did you say? She was like, I told him that we have to continue because I could not make it without him. I was like, Yikes. sis, he's telling you. <laughs> he got a whole woman. baby mother. And you're talking about like you can't make it. I mean, First of all, I don't trust any dude that'd be like, yeah, my baby mother, we're not together. If your kid is under a year old, you still screw your baby mother. I don't care if y'all living separate <laughs> or together. You still screw it. You still getting that after baby pussy. Let's be honest. Wow. But, you know. That, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a thought. That's a thought, dear. <laughs> but, you know, we kind of go back to the same conversation. When should you start? And I guess the answer to this question is whenever. 
You have to decide when you feel strong enough to be there. Because you don't want to be in a new relationship and then trying to penalize the old, the new relationship for the things that happened in the old one. Oh, he cheated on me. So now I'm checking your phone and watching where you go and you got to check in in the morning, noon, and night. I mean, again, if we're talking about relationship, I'm talking about relations. <laughs> You're talking about relationship. If we're talking about <laughs> a relationship, I do think after you get out of a relationship, you should take some time to breathe. And I think you should try to enjoy that time of just being by it. Because I'm telling you, there, there are great benefits to being married. I'll tell you right now. But then there are great benefits to being just single and ready to mingle. Like, anything goes. Are you so, single? <laughs> I don't want to be alone tonight. And then you could have the option of saying, yo, I want, I want a man in my bed today. Or saying, you know what? I don't want a man in my bed today. You have those options. They're open. So I feel like you should take advantage of being single. I try to tell this to people so much. Like, yo, I understand You know, a relationship looks good. But sometimes it's just good to play it by ear and go with the flow. Just have a... So when a relationship is ending, there's certain questions that you need to ask yourself to kind of prepare yourself to figure out if you're ready for the next one. Um, first off, you need to say, why did my last relationship end? Was it my fault? Was it this person's fault? There was something no I one thinks is their fault. But you know, really, you need to have an honest, if you can't be honest with, with you, yourself. I mean, listen, nobody hears your conversation to you. You hear it and you tell people, yo, I was just saying to myself, but come on, be honest with you. Was I acting like a crazo that forced this man to, to start acting Was crazy my with insecurities me? getting the best of me and then ruined Did my I relationship? Did I not open my legs when he wanted it and he had to go out and cheat on me? Did I you act know? like I was sleeping whenever he tried to poke me in the bed at night? Come on. I mean, <laughs> you need to ask yourself, why, was I, did I have a part in this relationship? Was I putting out as I should have? Did I do enough knee work? Did I get the <laughs> knee work? Anyway. <laughs> what would my partner say was the reason that the relationship did not work? And that's a very, you know, even to this day, I probably don't even know what he would say. I know what he's going to say, but what he's saying is a, is a farce. I don't, <laughs> I don't agree. And I know you don't agree with what he's saying either. But, you know, people's perspective, you have to look at it and think about it and kind of evaluate it and say to yourself, hey, listen, is a part of this about me? Was yeah. there a part of me in Correct. this perspective? And I think, if you, I think it's good to debrief after you a relationship with that. Sometimes you don't get the opportunity to. With the but, person? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever want to debrief I with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the reason corpus. why I slept with your best friend. <laughs> Just give me some, you know, clarity. <laughs> Is there any pattern between the ending of this relationship and the ending of other relationships? Yes, that's true. Because, you know, there has to be a person to stop the cycle. <laughs> stop the cycle. <laughs> um, is the relationship truly over or is it unfinished business with that oh. partner? Especially money business. I'm telling you. Because sometimes you break up with somebody, but you be like, I just want, I mean, Cardi, you mentioned it. I just want to go back just for the sampling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, if I'm going to call you when I need to. Don't call me. I'll call you. I know we're not together. I won't ask you any questions. Don't ask me any questions. We screw. We separate. That's it. I'm still trying to figure out if I need to move on. That's it. How intense are my feelings for my former partner, both positive and negative? Mm. How intense? I have to tell you, I'm probably at an even five. Neutral. <laughs> I kill us if he's alive or dead. It just doesn't matter. Like, even when I saw him this week, I was just like, hey, how are you? You know, he gave me the face like, you talking to me? I'm like, yeah, why not? I don't got nothing to get you. Have I accepted completely the end of the relationship and hope that it will pick up again someday soon? You know, some people always think, like, I'll see you next lifetime. No. Guess I'll see you next lifetime. There is no next Who lifetime. Who sings this? Is that Erica, Erica Badu? Badu? Have I fully grieved the loss, you know, of this relationship? It's like a death. death. So, if you're thinking about going into another relationship and you can't answer those questions honestly, keep your legs closed and Damn. keep to yourself. Because if you don't know why your old relationship ended, 
you're just going to bring more drama into your new relationship. Correct. And especially if you and that person got money problems. You don't want to bring that to your new person. No, I ain't going to front them. My friend, the new guy she messed with, he like a safari. I Yikes. No, well, I mean, I hope he's like a safari down there, but he looks like safari legit. I'm like, okay, he, he a looker. Oh, that's good. So stuff. I hope that works out for now, her. Now, that's the question. What happens if you break up with somebody, you meet somebody else, and this person is like a dime, you got everything going to all cylinders. Can you still wait? You might lose this opportunity. I'm not waiting. You got to jump on it. <laughs> jump on it. Let's do it. You know, so okay, the end result is this. You got to decide for yourself, when is the end? Oh, that's good. When is the end? I like this. When, when is, is the, the end? end? That might be the topic. Sounds good. Um, you know, people always talk about how soon to get in, but just don't get married to the person right away. So let's do some shout outs. Shout out to the United States Postal Service. Even though you raise the price of stamps. I tell you. You know, I have to tell you, you were messing up. Because I used to run a great stamp business. I used to buy stamps and then sell it at my job for anybody that wanted to stamp. What was the profit on this business? So stamps used to cost like 30 something cents and those 34 cents or something. Stamps ever cost 34 cents? I don't know. I'm too young to know. But really, stamps cost 37 <laughs> cents now or 39 cents. So it wasn't that far ago. Yeah. But I used to sell it for like a couple 75, sometimes a dollar for one stamp. If you need nah, that is robbery. A dollar for one stamp? How desperate do you want it? I had to pay for my footwork because I had to walk to the post office and I had to buy these stamps. But even since then, I've only bought African American heritage stamps. Holla. If I go to the post office and they don't have it, you know, because sometimes you go there and they're like, you know, looking through that little bin of stamps they have in front of them. Yeah, because you know what's on the bottom. African American stamps? Anything left from last year? That's what they do. If you don't have it, I'm not buying a stamp. That's it. I'm leaving here on a jet plane. But if you're going to buy a stamp, Pick up that new stamp from Gregory Hines. Remember him at Taps? Yes. <laughs> Gregory Hines. His own stamp for the United States Postal it's cool. Service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Roger Henson. Got her own star in the Walk of Fame. Yeah, I love to Roger. That was really nice. With her. And I'm so happy she had on a, a, red. a red dress. She kind of looked like she was blending into the background. Right, right. Yeah. She looked really happy nice. And she said she's so happy and she's still planning her wedding because you know, she's engaged. So, shout out to Taraji. Who's she engaged to? You don't know? Uh, I don't know either. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Anyways, also shout out to This Is Us, which won outstanding performance by, oh my God, the SAG Awards. So, that was cool. But, I mean, first of all, we talk about we, we love This Is Us. I mean, it's a great show. We told you about this. And if you're not watching, get your lives together. It's been very cold outside and it's about to be cold again. Correct. Do some binge TV. Watch it. So, shout out to This Is Us. Um, also, shout out to Oprah. Auntie Oprah. Let me tell you something. I saw something. Someone sent me like a motivational, I guess, speech by... It wasn't really a speech. She was just speaking and just talking about people trying to find their purpose. I'm not going to lie. This inspired me. Like, I really need to know what my purpose is. I was about to ask you, do you know what it is? No. Yet? And I'm very, I'm very like, stressed out about it these weeks. Because I really think I need to know. Like, I'm... Getting older, I need to know my purpose is. Like, it could be passing me by. Or maybe the cast is my purpose. This is it! Things are just holding me back right now. But I think this is it. But anyways, Oprah turning 65. I mean, I feel like Oprah is like a modern-day Maya Angelou. Like, I mean, Maya Angelou is deep with the poet. But, I mean, Oprah is very inspiring. And I think that she does an awesome job of just motivating people just by her words. I think she's, she's just powerful. So... Big up to Oprah, 65, never looked any better. Caribbean Corner, everybody knows it's carnival season. Carnival, carnival. 
And this is the time we had Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I wish I was in Carnival now. With that family song, yo. Oh, did you see? Yo, I know you guys have to have heard the family go to the gym song. before you go to, to Carnival. You have to go to the gym. For what? I was watching this thing. Of, um, they had a, part, a party called Soak. Soak, uh, S-O-A-K-A. Uh-huh. And they were soak. soaking people with water, right? People had on bathing suits and stuff. That's why I had a party. guy in the back. This guy was struggling. Everybody was jumping. Because it's like everybody jumping. From the fire and jump, 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 jump. <laughs> and what was this he doing? guy was like, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> He could barely get those feet up. And I was like, yo, that would probably be me. I'll probably jump for like two times. And then that's it. That's where it ends. <laughs> she had this bum ankle. I'm telling you. <laughs> but this song is bad. I mean, whatever. But you know, there's other songs coming out. So it's still coming out as we're approaching Carnival. Carnival is late this year. As everyone knows, it's in March. But this song that I heard, and this American girl told me about the song. And I was like, girl, she was like, did you hear that song? I like I that song. Yeah. I was like, no, I did not. And if I didn't hear it, that means it's not popping. And to be honest, to it's be honest, popping. it's not popping to me. I don't know who else likes it, but um, I'll just play it for you. This is called Trouble by Spice and Destra. Like a nice little beat. I mean, you can listen to it on your own time, but honestly, not I'm not a, a fan. Not a fan. Not a winner. And you know, Spice. I'm feeling about Marshall's new song to release. Like, I, you know, every time I hear someone like, "Is this really whining season?" <laughs> uh, listen, he has a mashup. You don't have to have all of them be a hit. Oh, mashup is what he needs to remove is that song with uh, Marshall and Ashanti. That was it. a bummer. <laughs> bummer, Marshall. I love you, but that wasn't right. Um, and that's it for us today. Thanks for listening. Of course, check us out. As you know, weekly we post Wednesday most of the time. I'm better than better. <laughs> and Red Dog Shore. Later. Later.